0: Dear King, Father, you are all-knowing and you sit outside of time. From that place, you can see the full picture and we basically know nothing. So all I'm asking is that for this time we have together, help us to color inside the lines. Convict us to keep our intentions pure. Give us holy boldness, God, to go after what pleases you and unique strategy so that when we go forth, we bring more royals home. From my whole heart, God, your daughter, Pia. What's up, Royals? It's you guys, it's Pia, and welcome back to the Dear King Podcast. Happy New Year! What's up? Wow, how are y'all feeling? I am so excited today. I hope that you are having a wonderful day. Um, Whatever time you're listening to this, whether it's the evening, whether you're on your way to work, I hope it is um, a good day for you uh, and that you are feeling the vibes because I'm feeling all right today. Okay, listen, um, wherever you are listening, make sure that you are rating and sharing this podcast. Um, If you can leave a comment, please do so. That just helps us to be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. If there's ever anything that you want me to talk about, I would love to share it. I would love to Dig deep into my study time, sit with it for a little bit, and then pull out whatever revelation I come up with with God in that time. So if there's something that you want me to talk about, make sure to send it to me via email at dearkingpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Listen, this episode is going to be lots of fun and inspiring, I hope. So please keep on listening. First up, our segment called Check This Out. So, today I wanted to share with you guys this comedian and personality. His name is Kev On Stage. Some of you may know him. He is for the culture. He is um, a really, really churchy person. He was doing a lot of church plays and uh, church comedy and things like that as he transitioned into Instagram stardom, so to speak. But he has a platform called Kev On Stage Studios. And on that platform, he has a web series called Churchy. It is hilarious. I love every second of it. Um, It is his show on his platform that he paid for with his own money. In today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about voids. And Kev really saw a void and decided to fill it. When others wouldn't buy his shows for one reason or another, he got creative. And so... Right now, you can subscribe, um, like pay for a subscription to his streaming service um, where he has the web series Churchy. He also has a, which would be like their flagship show, which is called Love on Stage. It's everybody's guilty pleasure. If you are into reality dating shows or anything like that, like these new marriage shows and things like that, Love on Stage is literally top here. It is so good. It's two seasons of Love on Stage on there, and they're like binge-worthy content, and it's done so well. So well, meaning it's not raunchy. It doesn't bring all the drama. Um, Now, you know me. I was looking at the drama on Instagram, and I was following all the mess, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, Miss Kev on Stage, Melissa Frederick, she does a really good job of protecting the cast, and she does such a good job with telling this story, um, the producers and all that. That's like a virtual dating series, and it's amazing. I love that too. So anyway, I just wanted to plug them because I just love when people take an opportunity to do for themselves, and it does, and they do it well. The one thing I can't stand about church people—yeah, well, I'm, yeah, I'm going to just say that. One thing I don't like about church people is when they try to have you to support stuff that is not well done, like— you want us to go buy music that you did and you didn't master, you didn't mix, you didn't do nothing. You're just trying to put something out that you did in your car. Like, we don't want to buy that. Like, we don't want to spend our heart, our money on that or, you know, films or whatever, any type of discipline or any type of creative field. People want to often want to throw stuff at church people and be like, you need to support this because I'm a man and woman of God. But no, we want to support excellence. And so I'm telling you about this. Um family because they put their life savings into this um, streaming service. There's so many th- different things you can watch on there. But nevertheless, you know, they love God. They're doing something good. So go ahead, take a look, if you will. That's my Check It Out. If you have something that you would like for me to check out, something you want to put me on, I'll be glad to watch. I'll be glad to tune in. I'll be glad to purchase if it so suits me. So send those over to me at DearKingPodcast at gmail.com. Everyone's favorite is coming up next. You know what it is. These are things you should and should not do. You should know your friends. Pray. Pray, okay? These are the facts. These are my facts, not to be confused with take me to court facts. Listen, I have a new baby. I have a house. I don't need that kind of drama, but I will tell you something to try to put you on game, and hopefully you take heed. Things we never needed. First up, paper straws. Now, listen, paper straws, cardboard straws, whatever you call them, if they're not plastic or glass, we never needed it. We never, absolutely never never ask for no paper straws, never. I know you're trying to save the sea turtles and all that good stuff. I think we just need to raise responsible kids and leave the straws plastic because let me tell you something. I don't just try to guzzle my drink down. I want my drink to last me for the rest of this meal. And in order to do that, I have to have a straw that can withstand the storm. These straws were not made to be sitting in liquid. Whose idea was this? How did that make it through the test floor? How long, how big of a cup of juice were they using to test this straw out? Like, how fast do you have to drink? And then it, I feel like this is more waste. This is creating more waste because now I'm, I'm going to get halfway through my drink. I'm going to get rid of this straw and go get me another straw. Then I'm going to need another straw when this drink is gone, when I get to my next drink. This, I'm just wasting straws because you can't put them back. They don't take new form. This is waste. And then you get that chalky taste because it's unraveling in your mouth. Whew, excuse me. I had, I had to recover just then. I just, I had a very bad experience with that. I don't think anyone, anyone ever asked for paper straws. I think paper straws was the solution that nobody needed. And I think we should revert until we come up with something better. That's just my opinion. Next, handle grabbers. Okay, you may not be aware, so let me put you on game. At a time during COVID, there were these handle grabbers that were gifted to anyone who asked for them. Anyone who opened their hand, they were getting slapped in the hand with handle grabbers. They were being sold everywhere in convenience stores, all the light, they were all the rays. They come in all kinds of different patterns and they're metal. Grabbers. Um, it looks like a key, like an old-fashioned key, and you essentially would h- loop the hook onto the door and use that to open, and open the door so that you can get out of places. Let me tell you something. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. First of all, I don't know what kind of finger curls they thought we were doing in the pandemic, but... Do you know the strength you have to have in your finger to open a glass door with a handle grabber? Like, it's literally a key chain. It's a keychain, guys. And you want me to loop this on here and pull with my index finger. Because basically my index finger and middle finger are the only two fingers that can fit through the hole that I'm supposed to use to grab the door with. And I'm supposed to, with all my, my, think of the heaviest door you've ever pulled open. The one that she was like, "Dang," as you like struggle to hold it open for the next person coming behind you. Think about that door. Now think about using that and opening it with a a keychain on your fingers. It, impossible. Waste of time. Wash your hands. Just wash your hands. Get you a paper towel and you and put it over the handle and open the door like we've been doing when we leave the bathroom. If you're not doing that, sidebar. Do you know that the most germs are on the handle going out the bathroom, and the handle that co- that goes that's in the inside of the stall? Those are the two worst places to put your hands. Just heads up. But the handle grabber thing is not gonna help you. It's not gonna help you. Just get you a paper towel, cover the handle, pull the door open, throw it away on the way out. That's 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 what I suggest. Because the handle grabber, nobody asked for that. We didn't need that. And lastly. Y'all, I went to Jamaica and I almost got kidnapped. True story. I almost got kidnapped for this because of this one thing that nobody asked for. Apple tag. Nobody asked for that. Nobody asked for that. Nope. Nobody asked for that. There have been plenty of inventions online for you to find your keys. I promise you, there are other things that you can use to find your keys uh, that will be very helpful. This whole Apple Tag invention, not helpful. I literally got a notification on my iPhone that said someone is looking for their Apple tag and it can be tracked traveling with you. I get to a stop notice that immediately I start digging into my things. Like, what are you talking about? Where is there an Apple tag? Find it, toss it, tossed it. Somebody almost could have came and got me in a foreign land. I may not even been here to tell about it. Apple tags, nobody asked for that. Nobody asked for Apple tags, and I, I will go on a limb and say that we can go ahead and get rid of those for the sake of safety. I just don't think that it's the, the safest option. Um, anything that can be tracked if it's not in your possession, I, No, thank you. You know, find your iPhone, find your AirPods. We don't need you to find some random thing that you just stuck in somebody's purse or under somebody's car. That's absolutely out. period. These are the facts. Here on the Dear King podcast, I make the rules, but I sure do hope that you run with them. Okay, Royals, today's episode is entitled, God's About to Get Creative. And I ain't gonna lie, I stole this from somebody, well, the title about creative, because I feel like a lot of times we are so concerned with what we can create instead of remembering that we serve the God of all creation. And so we're going to talk a little bit about voids Uh, The working definition for void is a completely empty space. I suspect I am not the only one that has identified some completely empty spaces in life. There are a few ways to get to void. My house was void when I moved in. The walls were all white, not a single photo hung, no pendant lights installed, just bare every single direction you looked. It was on me to fill it with things that make a house a home. It was built from the ground up with the expectation that the purchaser would fill in the blanks. Similarly, when you move out of a place, you box all of your things and pack them into a moving van. If you are like me, you get somebody else to do it. But either way, when you turn to do your final overview, you may discover things look different. The house is void, but not in the way it was when it was brand new. It's void because things that were once there are now gone. However you arrive to void, I challenge you to believe that God is about to get creative. There isn't a dry land that he can't bring fruit out of. He is not limited in the ways that we are. We just must admit there are some things he requires, space and time. God requires space. I want to take a moment to speak to the kind of singles waiting for their happily ever after. Those who are dating for meals have situationships to get them through cuffing season who are in toxic relationships and aren't leaving until something better comes along. Listen to me, God needs space. So long as you have someone double dutching and jumping in and out of the role, it cannot be permanently filled. Also, It can only be filled in the capacity you are ready for. First thing God needs from us is space. Genesis 1, 1 and verse 2 says, In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and the darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters." Situations that look messy or without form is an opportunity for God to get creative. It is not a space we should be nervous about. We can feel the void. We can feel how uncomfortable it is to be without form. To feel like our life is all over the place and nothing is solid, I can relate to the feeling of being in a very dark place. In my early stages of grief, I would lock myself in the bathroom and sob. The sun was shining, and I promised it was overcast as if I was looking through shades on a cloudy day. My mind had decided everything around me was dark, and I believed it. I have a video in my phone where I literally couldn't see the light in my eyes, and I just sat and watched my baby cry. I pulled her away from me, and I just stared at her. So I understand that voids can vary in the severity, and what I have decided to believe is God is present. The end of verse 2 says, And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. In the messiest of situations, void and dark spaces, the Spirit hovers. This means God kept his eye on even what was there. It was still worth something. I remember going to visit TC Transformation Church for the first time. We spent the weekend at the main church and me and my friend wanted to go see the old original building. When we arrived there was a security guard patrolling and they watched us and then approached us. It made us uncomfortable and I was a little irritated. But in this moment, I'm realizing he was assigned to hover and to protect what was vacant because guess what? It was still valuable. Void does not mean without value in fact, to God, it means the opposite. It means opportunity. Opportunity for God and the enemy if we aren't careful. Back in my younger days, I didn't back down from anything. And when faced with someone talking reckless, I would say ain't nothing but space and opportunity. I was in those moments ready to use my anchor to be reckless. God wants to fill the space to prove his love over and over again. The Spirit of God has not left you even though others have, voluntarily or involuntarily. The Spirit is hovering though you are an empty nester. You are without a job. You have no car. Maybe you lack food and resources. Even in those spaces, the Spirit is hovering. God hasn't left you. And right now in voice spaces, He has more room more room for himself, and more room to create what you've been praying for. I lost my mom, and when I went into the delivery room, God sent signs that he had not left me without her influence. And he didn't leave me alone. My mom's friend, who has been affectionately called auntie since I was seven years old, was there. In all the mama moments this year, she has shown up. I call her Gigi, as it relates to my life and Charlie's. God's gift. The second thing God needs is time. Genesis 2 and 2 says, And on the seventh day, God ended his work which he had made. Our God, who sends his word to create, decided to take a week filling a space. After God allowed the devil to torment Job, it was several months before the suffering ended. Verse 42 is when we are made known of his restoration. What I want to say about Job is he was void of his children and his livestock. What he got in return was not the same children or the same livestock. Some might say that isn't the same. But if you focus on the void of fatherhood, God filled that with more children to father. The love that the other children brought persevered through his loss. Just as having my mother leave this place can never be replaced, But God made it so I have someone to go to for motherly wisdom. And that relationship and trust was built over the many years since I was seven years old. Let God do a new creative thing in the spaces you have now. Resist the urge to fill it with your own ideas. Even with good intended things and opportunities. Let God have this canvas to create a masterpiece that will bless you for the future in ways you couldn't imagine. You may feel like this keeps happening. No one knows a little bit about that. The world had to start over once with him, and it took time. 150 days it rained. 221 days before they even left the ark. All that time passed, and the land and community still had to be built up. It may be long and uncomfortable, but God will make it worth your while. He will blow your mind if you let him. Let's pray. God, we give you space in our lives to do your will. We trust your creativity above our impulse. God, we believe that the same God that spoke into the universe to create in void and dark spaces can do a new thing in our void and dark spaces. God, it's not new to you. It may be new territory for us, but you do this over and over again. You are the God of the innovation. And so, God, we invite your witty inventions. We invite your God ideas. We invite you to fill our spaces. God, it can get dark down here, but we believe that you truly are the light of the earth and that you will light us up so bright and you will give us a renewed strength, renewed vision, and renewed purpose. And that the voice that we feel today, God, there's been someone, something, hanging in the balance, ready to fill it positively and effectively. God, don't allow us to pacify our situations. Don't allow us to fill it with unhealthy vices. But give us a renewed patience to wait on you. The time may be long, like Job or Noah, but it could be quick in a week's time like creation. Whatever it is for us, God, give us the perseverance to endure till the end. Let us find joy in the hope that's set before us and the accomplished truth, the accomplished will of God in our life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Listen, if you heard that prayer or you heard something I was saying today and it inspired you to want to know more about my best friend, Jesus Christ, I want to extend that opportunity to you right now in this moment. Today is the day of salvation. The day that you are hearing this is a day that you can get to know him for yourself and your life can be changed for the better. I want you to repeat this prayer after me if you feel in your heart that you want to try something new. You want to try the God of my salvation. And receive him as Lord of your life. Say, Lord, help my unbelief. In this moment, I choose to believe that you lived, you died, and you rose again for me. Take my life, fill the voids, give me renewed strength, transform me, make me new. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, if you prayed that prayer of salvation, you won't recognize you real soon. The heavens are rejoicing. I am celebrating with you. This is literally the best day of your life. You will never ever be the same. Please reach out to me at DearKingPodcast at gmail.com so that I can resource you. I can pray with you. This life is done so much better in community and that's the only way we choose to do it. Hey, I love you and I'm so proud of you for making that decision. Royals, it's time that we shout out a word of truth over our life for the week, something that we can accept for ourselves, something we can say over ourselves, post it everywhere, share it with a friend, put it on sticky notes, get it deep down in our soul till we believe it. And that word is, Lord, you've got space and opportunity. Say it again. Say, Lord, you've got space and opportunity. Friend, let him do a new thing in your life. Every time you have an impulse to try it on your own, pause and say to yourself, Lord, you've got space and opportunity. Don't feel it. His plan is so much better. Trust me. Trust me. It is. Hey, Royals, I love y'all so much for hanging out with your girl today. Make sure you like this wherever you're listening. Make sure you reach out to me on the podcast, Instagram, get in my DMs, comment with me in the comments. I want to celebrate all that we are accomplishing. This is literally episode four of this season. And I know y'all probably thought we were never coming back, (laughs) but we are here We are getting momentum. We are being consistent. And I'm so glad that you're rocking with me on this journey. If there's anything that I can do, if I can pray for you, if I can um, inspire you in any little way, please make sure to reach out to me via email at DearKingPodcast at Gmail or on Instagram at DearKingPodcast. I love y'all so much. From the bottom of my heart, have the most amazing rest of your week. Until we meet again. Goodbye, Royals.